Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Roma, South. This is Sunday, May 22nd, 2022. This service was recorded May 15th, 2022, fifth Sunday of Easter. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lecture is Brandy Niedert. Today's radio broadcast is given by Galen and Zeta Harms in celebration of their 63rd wedding anniversary. Visit us on our website at waynezion.org for more information. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning on this fifth Sunday of Easter. It is so good to be back with you here at Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. My assistant Katie. I am just so excited to be with you, and uh, I, I'll talk more in the sermon. Don't have, didn't have much time to put it together, but that doesn't matter. God is good all the time. Holy God, mighty Lord, gracious Father, we give you thanks for in the beginning the Spirit moved over the waters, and you created heaven and earth. By your gift, the water you nourish and sustain us in all living things. By the waters of the flood, you condemned the wicked, and you saved those for whom you've chosen. Noah and his family, you led Israel by the pillar of cloud and fire through the sea, out of slavery into the freedom of promised land. In the waters of the Jordan, your son was baptized by John, anointed with the Holy Spirit, by baptism of his own death and resurrection. Your beloved son has set us free from the bondage of sin and death and has opened a way to the joy and the freedom of everlasting life. He made water a sign of the kingdom of cleansing and rebirth in the obedience of his command to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Thank you, Katie. You can put that down. Pour out your Holy Spirit so that those who are baptized may be given life and wash away the sin of all those who are cleansed by the waters and bring them forth as inheritors of your glorious kingdom. To you be given praise and honor and worship through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Will you join with me in the prayer of the day that's printed here on your bulletin insert at the top for this fifth Sunday of Easter? Lord God, you teach us that without love, our actions gain nothing. Pour into our hearts your most excellent gift of love, that made alive by your Spirit, we may know the goodness and peace through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us hear the word from God. Brandy, thank you. Good morning. The first reading is from Acts chapter 11, verses 1 through 18. Now the apostles and the believers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles had also accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers criticized him, saying, Why did you go to uncircumcised men and eat with them? Then Peter began to explain it to them, step by step. 
saying, I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. There was something like a large sheet coming down from heaven, being lowered by its four corners, and it came close to me. As I looked at it closely, I saw four-footed animals, beasts of prey, reptiles, and birds of the air. I also heard a voice saying to me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. But I replied, By no means, Lord, for nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a second time the voice answered from heaven, What God has made clean, you must not call profane. This happened three times. Then everything was pulled up again to heaven. At that very moment, three men sent to me from Caesarea arrived at the house where we were. The Spirit told me not to, excuse me, the Spirit told me to go with them and not to make a distinction between them and us. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. He told us how he had seen the angel standing in his house and saying, Send to Joppa and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will give you a message by which you and your entire household will be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them, just as it had us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave them the same gift that he gave us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I that I could hinder God? When they heard this, they were silenced, and they praised God, saying, Then God has given even to the Gentiles the repentance that leads to life. The word of the Lord. Please read Psalm 148 responsively. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise God in the heights. Praise the Lord, sun and moon. Praise, sing praise, all you shining stars. Praise the Lord, Let them praise the name of the Lord who commanded and they were created. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps. Mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars. Sovereigns of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the world. Let them praise the name of the Lord, whose name only is exalted, whose splendor is over earth and heaven. The second reading is from Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 6. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, 
the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them, and they will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who is seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. And then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I give water as a gift from the spring of water of life. Word of God. Glory to you, O Lord. I invite you to be seated for the reading of the gospel. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has, has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and as I have said to the Jews, so now I say to you, my disciples, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another, just as I have loved you. You also should love one another. By this, you will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brandy, I don't know how you could do it. Laura Schultz, her mother, had a mild stroke on Wednesday and was hospitalized but is now at home. And uh, life can change, as we know, very, very quickly. And that, as I was sharing with Karen uh, Wheeler before the service, life can change on a dime. Life can change on a dime. And so we have this gift of life, and uh, we want to use it. And Jesus showed us and is telling us in today's gospel how to go about sharing that gift of love, the gift of life. But before I get into this, and, and uh, I just want to share some, a couple of things. Um, yesterday, I was in Muscatine, Iowa, coming down to, today would have been my last day on, on family leave, which I took unpaid. Uh, to just uh, this week to allow myself to decompress uh, after being the caregiver of my father. Uh, my mother couldn't do it anymore, and luckily my brother was able to join me in Arizona. It took, it took Kyle and myself and then John, my 6'6", 300-pound cousin, uh, to work with Dad, and it wasn't easy. And then, George uh, Tobiason, I understand what you've gone through with Bonnie. Um, and life can change. And then all of a sudden, you have to deal with the mess afterwards. And uh, people aren't always very kind. And you, you talk on phones, and you don't talk to a real human being, at least not at first. And there's quite a process. So anyway, I was, Liz and I were looking forward to uh, the comment that's made at the Good Shepherd uh, of the Cross Lutheran Church in Muscatine is, Joseph, we often see, uh, we see you, uh, with your mom, and then sometimes we see you just with your dad, 
but we've never seen you with your mom and your dad. And so <laughs> that was kind of the goal. But uh, a friend of the council contacted me and said, Pastor, I just want to let you know, if you're coming to worship this morning, it might be a bit, un- it might be a bit awkward. Uh, the pastor that we had lined up had another conflict and had to step out. And uh, Liz could see the continents on my face and the smile. <laughs> and it's like, I'm available. I can take Pastor Wade's spot. <laughs> but we had to clear it with a few people first. And so, Barb, thank you for allowing for me to come back. Because Barb was ready to go, you guys. And I just want to take a pause. Thank you, Barb, for what you've done to keep things going. So Liz and Sophie and Joe are down in Muscatine, Pastor Wade's here, and I just, I couldn't contain my excitement. I was out the front door, and I had goosebumps as I was seeing your faces, and you're coming up, and I think I got louder and louder and louder. It's, it's so good to be back. It's so good to be back. And I have to say thank you. Thank you for allowing for me to be on a family leave. It might have felt strange for you. I was coached and counseled by our bishop to disconnect. Other than have communication with our leadership on council. And I also was instructed, don't come back too soon. That you need to take care of your family, and then you need to take care of Wade Reddy. And then you come back. And I'm so glad to be back. So I was planning to be back on Monday. I'm here today. I gotta say thank you. So much has happened. You know, we talked about Bonnie. Uh, Jack. Jack was born while I was gone. Um, we uh, thank you to the anniversary committee and your work. Your work on the quilt on Peter or Pete uh, interviewing um, uh, the seniors. I, I can't wait to see that. I, I was back on Sunday night and, and over at the parsonage and. Uh, seeing all these cars coming in and, and Liz kind of keeps me informed she looks at the at the at the uh, calendar and she says oh I bet that's the Wednesday group Pete meets with our seniors and has a wonderful interview with them what is does he do a wonderful job and you've been videotaped and uh, we're going to love to hear your stories Kathy Harms thank you for I had to pass it to you and you have done better than I could have ever done and uh Liz said, you've got you to listen to this. We're making a presentation on the 20th and 21st in Coral City with all of the, what, 187 congregations that are gathering for the Senate Assembly. And Kathy and Liz have put together a slideshow, and your narrative, you, you nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. And uh, Liz goes, yep, we got you, didn't we? <laughs> I said, you did. <laughs> And I know that Byron will help us and uh, Cole to put it up here at some time to enjoy that. That's something that we've got to get out. And uh, don't worry that you didn't have all, you only had three minutes, and I think you used them brilliantly. And, and so thank you for that. Thank you for those who worked on the history book, the swag that we've got coming. Um, anyway, Rick Myers has done a fabulous job with that. Thank you to our Stephen ministers and their good work. Uh, that goes sometimes unnoticed. Uh, for the grief workshop that they sponsored, what a, what a gift. 
uh, for the congregation and for others in the community. And I hope that out of this we'll have a support group for, for grief here in uh, Monticello and Anamosa. Okay, well, I hope I haven't left anyone out. Thank you for allowing me to disconnect. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy for me and the burden that I've carried. It wasn't easy for you. And the but you did it. You did it. And here we are. And now we go forward. And so, I was uh, coming back into uh, Jones County, and I know I shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be talking and driving the car, but I called up John uh, Laycock. I said, uh, John, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to be presiding and, and uh, preaching on Sunday. What's my topic? I thought I'd get more of a laugh than that. <laughs> <laughs> One time I, I had just said that, and John goes, I want you to give a sermon on the hula hoop tree. Now, if anybody was paying attention, John, did I give a sermon on Hulu? It was, it was referenced. <laughs> and uh, John said to me, I think you should preach on what you learned. What you learned and how it's preparing you as you go forward in ministry. And so I'll do that. But I'll do it in the, in the contents of our, of our gospel. And so sermon writing is, um, it's an art, it's not a science. And so I came over here to church and I just walked into the sacred spaces, the sanctuary, the social hall, and I walked out to the cemetery. I sat on uh, Winnie and Fred Williams' bench where it's ingrained in the seat, Winnie's chocolate cookie recipe for anyone to jot down. And love came to mind. I walked over to Marla Walters. Uh, George, you've done a marvelous job with that stone. And to sit on her bench. It's going to be tricky with the bird droppings. We're going to have to be out there to wipe those off. But I sat on that bench. And I thought about Marla and the way that she always was taking care of others. She would take care of the plants, the flowers. She would be in charge of the quilters and making sure that the uh, wayward society, the, the home of uh, battered women, had quilts that were made with love from this congregation. And then I went up to Carla Zumba's headstone, and there's a stone that was laying against it. And I don't want to get it wrong. I put it to memory, but I'm going to look at it. Do all things with love. Do all things with love. And isn't that what Christ is asking his disciples and us to do in today's gospel? The other thing is I looked at the things that our Sunday school kids really enjoy about Wayne Zion. Snacks was probably number one. But I was surprised by a couple. Lakeland said, taking the offering bucket forward. You know, giving is in response to love. And those kids love bringing that noisy bucket up to the altar. And then I like carvers, but I'm kind of partial to this. I love Pastor Wade, and that just melted me. If Carver were here today, I'd give him a high five. So 
that's kind of how I began. I don't have a message, but taking a look at the gospel, what, what's interesting is we're in the fifth Sunday of Easter. Yet the gospel assigned for today takes us all the way back to Monday, Thursday. Remember when the confirmation kids came to have their first communion? This is the text that we read that night from John. And I think it's interesting. If you take a look at the beginning of chapter 13, it says it has these words. Now before the festival of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and to go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. He loved them to the end. What happens next is Jesus washes the disciples' feet. And Jesus knows, because in the next verse, Jesus is going to be betrayed by who? Judas Iscariot, right? Son of Simon. Jesus is going to be betrayed. Jesus knows that. And yet, he lovingly washes his disciples' feet and cares for each and every one of them. Even in the face of betrayal, Jesus loves. Chooses love. Not hatred, but love. As I cared for my dad, although it was hard because you wanted him to be comfortable, the one thing that I could always rely on is that this is but a moment. That when dad dies, he's going to experience the glorious resurrection. And that I will see him again. And I could look past a failing body and to care for him and to love him as Jesus loved him. And that was a beautiful thing. I remember a week before dad died, we had our routine. Number one, dad would not use a wheelchair. He used an office chair. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> he was on 16 liters of oxygen, so we could only go 10 feet at a time. And uh, we, we finally got to bed. I mean, what a ritual. We start the process of going to bed at about 9.30. If you know anything about me, I'm usually in bed by 8.30. We start the process, and we finally get all the cares and everything that we need to do, and we get to the edge of the bed, and now we're going to get into bed. It is 12.15. That was the routine. And I held Dad's hand, and I said, Good night, I love you. I got to say I love you a lot. Thank you for the 25 days I had with my dad. And then he went let go. He went let go of my hand. And we, I turned out the light. And so what do you do? I mean, dad's holding my hand. I'm not going anywhere. I wonder if he wasn't just a little bit fearful. And so I begin to cite scripture in the dark. The 23rd Psalm. Dad goes, I say that all the time. I said, Dad, I didn't know that. I recited what Brandy read from Revelations chapter 21, 1 through 6. John 3, 16. Recited scripture. I sang Blessed Assurance off key. 
Finally, I couldn't stand there with my hand. I'd gone through all this scripture that I had memorized. And I was like, I need to lay down. So I laid down between my mother and my father. And my dad and I held hands until he fell asleep that night. Hadia, thank you for that. Thank you for that. And then I've got to end because we've got to have communion. Jesus loved him to the end. Jesus loves us to the end. It was uh, 2.15 in the morning. I had stayed up to uh, 12.15, as you know from that, that story. And I, I gave Dad a medication that would relax him, that would ease his breathing. And I had to wait four hours because the other medication that I would give was for anxiety, and the two together are deadly. And so you have to use a time frame. At 2.15 in the morning, my brother wakes me up. Dad has taken his cannula off. Can you come in? By the way, my brother and I got really close from this experience. We both slept in the same bed. <laughs> it's great. So I get up, and, and Dad does whatever I ask him. Dad, you need to put the cannula back on. I want you to breathe through your nose, not through your mouth. And he does everything that I ask him. And then, and then uh, I turned to Mom, because Dad's just not settling down. It's 3.30. I said, you know, you, you know I gave this medication, and I really can't until like 4.15, 4.30. Mom says, go ahead and give it to him. I said, good. That's your call not mine. And so this was liquid medicine, was something that my mom was not comfortable to work with. At 4.30 in the morning, Kyle and I are still up. Kyle's got to get ready. He's catching a flight that morning to head back to Janesville, Wisconsin. And we had the greatest, I'm going to end on this. This is the greatest privilege, and I, and I thank you for this. At 4.30 in, my, in the morning, as my dad was reclined in, in bed, he opens his arms, and he says, Dear, now, you've got to know my folks. My dad is, my, my mom is dear. I, I thought her name was dear. Later I learned it was Jay. And, and dad's name was Hubby, and I learned later it was Floyd. And he opens his arms, and mom's on the other side of the room. I'm, I'm on the bed kind of coaching dad, and, and so I step up and walk away. And mom comes in and leans into him, and they have the most beautiful embrace. And then my mom reminds me, we kissed twice. <laughs> and they looked at each other's eyes and they said, I love you. That was so precious, so sacred. My mom will never forget the last love gift that dad gave to her in embracing her. And with that, I want you to take your hands like this and I want you to put them around your shoulders and this is my thank you to you for allowing me to have this sacred experience. Jesus loves us to the end, but he's got something more grand for all of us. And I look forward to seeing my dad again and my sister and those who've gone on before me. Life is a gift. And so Karen, as we shared, let us use each day that we have to share God's love with one another. Amen. Let us share the affirmation of our faith as we find it on page 105 or in the back of your hymnal cover. I invite the congregation to please rise.
I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. I invite the congregation to please rise. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you and give you his peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Go in peace and God's love and tell what God has done. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.